Well, hello and welcome everyone. Ah, Sunday, June 12th. Here we are hoping that this weather improves a bit today and gets a little bit warmer. But uh, my name is Tamara Rossander. I'm the spiritual director here at Centers for Spiritual Living White Rock. And I'd just like you to take a moment and place your hand on your heart and just ground in this place and this time, knowing that there is one life, one love, one divine presence, and that is operating in, through, and as each of us right here, right now, today. So today, I claim the goodness that is our birthright. I claim the goodness of the day knowing that I am divinely guided in each moment. And it is with great gratitude I express for this wonderful community of CSL White Rock, knowing that we are here watching, walking each other home along this path. So as I release these words in gratitude, I let them go into the law of mind, knowing right action is already happening and ask you to join me in saying, and so it is. And now I have the great pleasure to introduce one of our favorite musicians who joins us here on Sunday mornings, Ivan Boudreau. Ivan is a blend, has blended his life experiences with a variety of music into honest and well-crafted songs about many of the simple emotions and gut-wrenching feelings that we all experience as Ivan delivers his contemporary folk music with a warm and relaxed approach. I ask you to join me now in welcoming Ivan Boudreau. Thanks, Tamara. I was born out of the darkness, reaching for the light. Trying to find my way with these hands First I crawled and then I stumbled But I learned to stand up tall And wipe away my tears with these hands With these hands I'll find forever With these hands I'm glory bound I can reach the highest star I can lay my burdens down If this life's an empty canvas Let me do the best I can To paint what love demands With these hands I've played the sweetest music Pound and nails of steel and held a beggar's cup with these hands. I have walked beside a stranger as we plowed the barren fields and sowed the seeds of change with these hands. With these hands, I'll find forever. With these hands I'm glory bound 
I can reach the highest star I can lay my burdens down If this life's an empty canvas Let me do the best I can To paint what love demands With these hands I have fought a thousand battles in a hundred bitter wars I have traced the name and granite As I've tried to heal the scars I will hold my children's children While I rock away their fears And pray for peace on earth with these This life's an empty canvas Let me do the best I can To paint what love demands With these hands With these hands Thank you, Ivan. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. As always, that was wonderful. Uh, please feel free to share your contact information in the chat, as well as any other information um, that, about upcoming times and places where you are performing, uh, so we can get that out to the people that are here today. Hello, everyone. My name is Nicola Archwald. I am a board member with CSL White Rock, and I'm also the board secretary. As we begin our gathering today, as settlers on this land, we are honored to live and operate on the traditional, ancestral, and unceded territory of the Coast Salish peoples. We thank the First Peoples who continue to live on these lands and care for them, along with the waters and all that is above and below. CSL White Rock is an inclusive spiritual community and learning center. We teach spiritual principle and offer tools to use in all areas of life regularly and consistency. Our life flourishes and flows out of ease and grace when we practice these principles. Let's walk together on the spiritual path and walk each other home and all the while transforming our lives and the lives of others. Thank you for being with us here today. Well, we're here today to discuss loving our body, which, uh, you know, is an interesting topic, I thought. <laughs> Uh, for me anyways, because I know that has always been a little bit of a struggle. Uh, when do I walk by a mirror? Do I sometimes go, hmm, oh, I wish that didn't look exactly like that. I know I've even come on here sometimes and said, too, how do I look? Is this right? Is that right? So there's pieces of judgment all, always there. And what I, I really appreciated Eric's meditation about bringing in the breath bringing in, filling up that space of our body, because that is what we are here for. Learning to reconnect with that inner guidance, that inner love that is all of everything. 
So at CSL White Rock, we have a vision and our vision is a loving, vibrant world that works for all. So as a loving, vibrant world that works for all, I think it's important that we remember to include ourselves in that all. And that it's not selfish or demeaning to do that, to include ourselves in that loving kindness. Because if we, if we don't do that for ourselves, it is harder for us to give it back out into the world. And we also have a mission. Our mission is we create sacred opportunities for personal empowerment and collective transformation through wholehearted experiences of truth and spirit. And loving ourselves and doing that, that is, it is, a, it is an opportunity <laughs> to say once again, here I am, how am I showing up? What is it looking like in my life? And then I can transform that, those negative thoughts, those negative pieces in my life. So remembering that the body, the best body is the body that he is here right now and present with us. So we can use our bodies to experience our emotions and those big feelings that we have. And, but often there's so many times that we're taught to hate, dislike our bodies or apologize for them or try to force them into narrow and acceptable social ideas. And at other times we may even ignore our bodies and think of ourselves, oh, well, we're spiritual, not physical. And as though those two were exclusive and they're not, we're all together. Those two come together. So when we come in, into that being, we come closer to and love source by coming closer to loving ourselves in our bodies that we have right here, right now. And knowing that our body isn't separate from our spiritual life. So when I was looking things up, I, I went to the good old glossary of science of mind. And actually one of the first words that popped out at me, and I know it starts with A, so of course, maybe that's it, but it was there too, was appearance. Because a lot of times I think when I think of my body, I think of how it looks, of what that piece is like. So um, on page 576, under the glossary appearance. The word appearance is used in this textbook to distinguish that which seems to be from that which actually is. Negative thinking may produce conditions which appear to be true, but these results have no power, no reality, except as given power by our believing that the appearance is the actuality. Disease, discord, and limitation have no spiritual prototypes. They are false manifestations which have been objectified in the body or in the affairs of human's life. 
They are the false manifestations. So I thought that was really an interesting thought around our bodies because believing that the appearance is the actuality. So if I'm walking by a mirror in a store and I know I had a, a friend, she was, she was telling me the story about how she walked by a mirror and she was, she's quite a tall woman, very striking. And she looked in the mirror and she and well, she walked by and she glanced back and she was like, Oh, I wonder who that lady is over there in the mirror. She looks beautiful. She had this beautiful coat and she actually didn't realize that she was looking at herself in the mirror. She thought it was a reflection of somebody else or that, that she didn't even realize that it was a mirror there. She just thought she was looking at somebody across the way. But I thought that was such a beautiful example of sometimes how we can be so critical and judgmental of ourselves, of our bodies. And then some, we can catch ourselves off guard and look at ourselves from a different viewpoint. You know, it's, it's a, the body is, again, it's not separate from our spiritual life. It's past. And we are just not souls trapped in this fleshy boxes, which carry our consciousness from room to room but rather we're fully integrated organisms who inhabit and contain this dynamic living temples. Our bodies exist in all their glorious variety as you know, one can express itself in a creative, beautiful ways, just like there's a variety of flowers in a field. There's also beautiful magic and bodies of all different kinds. So a lot of times we find ourselves saying things like, well, we're spiritual beings having a human experience, or you have a body, but you're not your body. Well, those aren't entirely correct. They suggest a spiritual understanding, which denies the worth and value and the spiritual nature of the body. Your body, my body, everybody's body is the temple of the divine the temple of the divine. And it's right here, right now. And it's showing up uniquely as possible so that the one can express its creative and experience this reality. Since there's no separation, the body is not somehow separate from God, the universe, the divine. It's simply another glorious aspect of the wholeness of life. We're not going to get closer to God or the universe of the divine by denying the goodness and the greatness of our whole selves. And Ernest Holmes says of body, it is the outward form, the entire manifestation of spirit, both visible and invisible. It is the body of God. Within this one body of God, it includes all lesser bodies. This one body coupled with the intelligence running through it is called the Trinity. This, of course, includes all people, both visible and invisible. It includes every graduation of consciousness from simple to complex, from a cell to an archangel, 
It is the entire manifestation of spirit on any and all planes. Body is the definite outline of flesh containing all of the ideas which go to make the complete physical instrument. That's quite an explanation of body. <laughs> That's a lot, but it is true. We are more than just our bodies. We have to, well, we don't have to do anything, but it's when we can integrate those two, knowing and loving ourselves, that that is when we can love and accept our body for how it is. And, you know, the other thing I was thinking about with that point is that where are we with our spiritual practice around our bodies? Uh, I have there's a book out there called, um, Okay, this is interesting, but just I don't know if you can see it there, but it's called A Course in Weight Loss by Marianne Williamson. So it's a spiritual way and based on the Course of Miracles on how to incur weight loss. It's 21 spiritual lessons for surrendering your weight, surrendering your weight. So that had me thinking about what are my spiritual practices around loving myself, around loving this body that I have. So our body is this perfect expression. And, you know, whether I'm, I'm still going to, it's working towards loving myself the weight I am now or the whatever it is, not I'll, I'll love myself when I'm 10 pounds lighter oh, I'll love myself when I'm fit, or, oh, I'll love myself when I'm stronger. I know I had this experience this last week. I started getting back out on my motorbike for, I hadn't ridden for last year. I don't know. I hadn't been working out as much <laughs> as I like to. And I realized the strength in my body wasn't there. So trying to maneuver and pick up the bike as I accidentally tipped it because I went too slow around the corner in a parking lot. It was all safe. Nobody's hurt. Everything was good. But I realized that I hadn't been working out. And so I didn't have the strength that I used to have last year. So it was like, okay, where I've stopped that practice. And yet sometimes also I'll know if I'm maybe overeating that licorice that I love so much. It's because I haven't done my meditation that day. So I'm not grounded in my body. So I want something to fill that for that feeling. So I look outside of myself for getting something there where it's so important that I actually turn inwards. And if I can turn inwards and do my spiritual practice, take time to delight in my body, take time to delight in what my body can do and the things that it offers me at any given time. You know, it's, it's important that we're gentle though, that we're gentle and that we care for these temples. And it doesn't mean that there's something wrong with our bodies exactly as they are. All bodies, tall, short, skinny, thin-abled, able-bodied, or chronically ill, they're all good bodies. 
every, I'm getting emotional here, every person, every body, no matter what they're going through, deserves love. Doesn't matter how your chronic pain and that maybe sometimes things will happen. Our bodies deserve that love and we deserve that love. So it's starting to love ourselves and again, not looking outside of ourselves. So don't wait to love your body. Tell it and and stop telling it that it's not good enough. You know, I said, no, you're not strong enough. You can't ride again this year. I've been all nervous. So I said, no, Tamara, that is not the truth of you. You are strong enough. You are capable. Start working out again. I'm lucky I have an accountability partner who reminds me what's most important to me. Tamara, you want to go out on your motorbike, have fun with your husband, enjoy that. You love the freedom. So what are you going to start doing again? And that is working out so that I can be strong. And it's a lot of times we fixate on the ideal bodies. You know, I was talking, actually, I have enough, you don't mind to <laughs> share this. Because I was, it was a question I had in my mind, because I know for women, a lot of times we focus so much on our outward appearance of how do we look, you know, and we look at the magazines or we look at TV and everybody has a certain look. And I was wondering, do men think that way too? <laughs> and I even said, yes, <laughs> we do. He goes, I see somebody with a six pack and maybe I'm going across a mirror I, and I don't have that I I stop and maybe and judge myself a little bit so it was interesting to see I was I really had in my brain that maybe it was more of a an issue for females but I think it's an issue for everyone it doesn't matter gender race anything we're all are can be very critical about our bodies and it, the thing is, sometimes what we do is if, we, we're, if we're waiting to love our body and we're waiting to do something with it, it and fixating on that idea, it takes us out of that present moment. And then things become unobtainable, un, un, unobtainable words today. You know, things like critical illnesses, chronic pain, disabilities, dark skin, scars, or other markings are, you know, those, we look at those and judge them. And they're told they can never have a, we can never have a body worth celebrating because we have these things. But learning to love the body that we have right now offers us a path to love and to live in the present. And I love what Marianne Williamson said in here. She gave us actually a practice to do, which I thought, and I know a friend of ours, a friend of mine who's done this actually, but first she says, love and only love produces miracle. So that includes your love of self and your body is part of who you are. If you can't love your body, you can't really love yourself. So it's how can I love my body when I hate the way it looks, you might ask, but what are we hating our body for? Did our body actually do anything to us? Or was it our thinking and our thoughts that made us maybe eat, eat that extra cookie or not go to the gym that day? 
or maybe walk anywhere it is. But she says to your body has not done anything to you. It has merely reflected the raging battlefield that's in your mind. When you were born, your body was perfect, just as your spiritual self-expressed, innocent and as just as your spiritual self expressed itself innocently and authentically at birth, so did your physical self. So as we were born as a, that miracle baby that we were, we were perfect, whole and complete right then. And our spiritual connection to the one was right there, but it's still within us. That's still there because our body is, miracle, is a miracle. Okay, I'm getting to the practice people. I really am. But what she says is that to take your body Take a time that you can set aside for yourself and make the environment not cluttered, not busy with anything, whether it's your bathroom or your bedroom, maybe get some nice oils, maybe light a candle, whatever nourishes you and start with your toes or your ankles and your feet and rub them with oil and talk to them and say, thank you. I love you. And move over your whole body from the bottoms of your feet to the tips of your finger. Allow yourself to emotionally lean into your body and not recoil from it. To every little curve, every little bump, every little scar. It is time for peace with your body, to make peace. Make a truce, she says, with your body. Don't rush, just accept, affirm, and apologize to your body. If you've ever said anything harsh to it, had a harsh thought about it. Rub, it says, to, to lean into your body with acceptance, with love, and sometimes it's even with grief. But do not refuse this gift of grief. Each Take the time of every, and pay attention to each limb, curve, scar, and joint. You're learning to begin again, she says. And it's remembering even the ancient kings and queens perform this ritual and the energy they were summoning when they did so was of grace, strength, and power, and beauty. It is the same energy that you can summon now when you take time to nourish and love and forgive your body. So a powerful, beautiful you is the real you. You are a being of light at the center of the universe, placed there by the divine auspices and rightfully proud and delighted, dignified and joyful. You are wonderful right here, right now, as you are. There's no need to change, no need to shift. And I mean, our body is such a miraculous thing. 
And I don't know if you've ever paused to think about all the magical and magnificent things that are happening within our body right now. Like our cells are dividing, replacing one another. They're turning our food into energy. The, our blood supply is swirling around the whole of our body several times per minute. Our kidneys and our liver are filtering things and our brain, it's floating there in between our ears. So it's starting to be aware of the magic that is within us and your awareness and intentions and thoughts and feelings exist in this complex and truly divine casing. Your body does wonderful things for you. It houses your consciousness. It allows you to feel pleasure. It allows you to smell, taste. It lets you navigate the world. It lets you experience the divine in a whole worldly, worldly variety. So how amazing could it be to dive into the wonder that your body truly is and accept it and love and sit in awe of your body? Sit in awe of everything your body is capable of instead of using the power of our mind to tell the body it's somehow wrong or rejected out of us. must embrace our bodies for giving us the opportunity to live in this physical world in a holy spiritual way. God is much in the body as it is in the heart. And by honoring and loving our bodies, we'll have a richer experience of the divine. So instead of using our powerful minds to tell our bodies that they're somehow wrong, we can use those same thoughts to love. And when we can love our body, again, we drop back into that present moment. So I have a couple questions for you to, for homework this week. This week, I'd like you to think about, notice the thoughts you have about your body. What are you thinking about your body? And have you had a friendly relationship with your body? And what are the loving things that you can tell yourself this week? Maybe even think of some of the unloving things that you tell yourself. And maybe the question might be, would you speak this way directly to the divine. So if you're noticing your thoughts about maybe I'm not, <clears throat> you know, oh, I need to lose that 10 pounds and oh my goodness, look, I put another, I ate another cookie or I didn't go for my walk today, whatever it is that I have to say about myself. Or maybe it's, I didn't even take time to rest. Look at how busy I was, I got caught up. And when I'm doing that self-talk to myself, stopping and asking myself that question, would I speak to the divine that way? Yeah. 
might be a good way to stop through Oh my goodness, how does time go by so quickly, just like that? <laughs> Still have more information. So this week, ask yourself some questions. Take time to figure out how you can nourish your body, whether it is just even doing part of that exercise that um, Marianne Williamson said, and, and just put lotion on your fingers and your hands. And as you're doing that, say, thank you. I love you. So there's just those small things. I love in the book that we just read a little while, Atomic Habits. He says, just changing one small thing each day creates that next thing and next thing and next thing. And before you know it, we've shifted. So taking a moment to thank yourself and to love yourself today you'll never know what that ripple effect is, how it's going to be out in the world. Because here we are creating sacred opportunities for personal empowerment, collective transformation through wholehearted experiences of truth and spirit. So start today with yourself. Give yourself permission to do something nourishing for your body and love it and be with it. So let's take a moment in prayer. Knowing this truth that there is one life, one love, one divine presence. And this presence, this unique expression is showing up right here, right now, through this human form. So today I know that I am one with that one, that unity with the divine is ever present in my life. So today I claim the love and the joy and the awe of my body. I take time to nourish it. I take time to move it. I take time to ground in my body and fill it with breath. I fill it with the breath of love. So knowing this truth, as I'm filling myself full of love and joy, and I am expressing it outwardly, I give thanks. I give thanks for this body, for this time, for this teaching, for this nourishment of my soul, the inspiring inspiration of science of mind, knowing that I am divinely guided each moment of the day. So I let my word go into the law of mind I release, I let go, and so it is. Okay, so we're moving on to gratitude. So I invite everyone to place your hand on your heart and take a deep breath of gratitude. For the talk we had today, for the meditation from Eric, for the music from Ivan, 
and all the other bits and pieces that went on behind the scenes. So we recognize the unlimited love and spiritual abundance that is available to each of us. This rich and nourishing experience of gratitude naturally guides each of us to love and accept one another as we are. I am grateful to be part of this heart-centered community that lives in gratitude. Please join me in demonstrating this gratitude by making a donation to CSL White Rock. Donations can be made through our website, by e-transfer or by mailing us a check. If you would like to give regularly, please join our committed giving program by contacting admin at csl-whiterock.com. All of this information is available in the Zoom chat. Thank you so, so much for your consideration in continuing to fund these Sunday's gatherings.